you have to realize he loves you perfectly. And that was Peter. You know, we were talking about this earlier today. Sometimes in my mind, it's just all this stuff's like flooding in so fast to me right now. I was like, oh, God, it's good. So Peter, when Jesus is talking to Peter, you guys have all heard, remember this story. He says, hey, who do, who do people say that the son of man is? Who's the son of man? How many of you guys were, were born out of a man? Man and a woman. All of us. If you weren't, then I want to know you because we're going to be rich. <laughs> right? <laughs> so who, does, who, does, who do people say that the son of man is? And they, you, you know the story. They, well, some say John the Baptist. Some say Elisha. I don't remember. what. They're, just, they're thinking they're these things. Hey, Peter, well, who do you say I am? He goes, you're the anointed one, the son of God. Mm. Jesus says, upon that truth, I'm going to build my ecclesia, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail. Death. So what is the revelation that he's going to go build his ecclesia on? That you are the son of God. Son of man is the son of God. That's what the whole thing is, right? That's what it's all about. And that it's not Peter's the... I don't want to get, go there. I'll irritate people. The revelation was the son of man is the son of God. So how many guys are sons of God? Anybody who's born is the son of God. Is That was the revelation. Does that make sense? Because they thought, again, it's all this Jewish context. If he's the father and he gives birth, so the son of man is the child of God. We're children of God. And if we're children, then we're what? Heirs. See how the Jewishness has to come in. That's what I've been talking about. Going, let, if we're trying to read the New Testament without the Jewish context, I think we blow it completely because there's so much going on in there. But anyway, so it won't come by religious activities, guys. It, it, it will not. Where's the kingdom? Inside. And so guard your what and what because that's where the issues of life flow. Hearts and minds. The kingdom is not anything without, anything outside. So we're not dealing with Satan. We're not dealing with demons. We're not dealing with anything outside, are we? If we, if we believe Jesus, what are we dealing with? Our hearts and minds, right? So a stronghold is when we believe something so incorrectly about who we are, who God is, it becomes little. It starts to manifest in our life. The first definition of spirit is what? Ruach, his breath right? Second definition of the spirit, you've heard me teach this, is what? Something we believe that animates. What does animate mean? Comes to life. Does that make sense? So when what we put in our heart, if we believe something, even if we believe the wrong thing enough, what happens? It animates, right? So if you're believing in demonic manifestations, what's going to happen? Manifestations. You come to my house, it won't happen. Serious. It's like, that's nonsense. You can go to another church that believes that and deal with it, right? It's like, no, that doesn't happen here. It doesn't happen here. Because we, we realize that's, that's not, it's, everything's within. Does that, does that make sense to you guys? All right, so anybody into this? Doggone it. I, want, I really want you to get this. Like, what do you want? Do you, do you really want to be healed? Do you really want to be, have abundance in your life? Or do you want to worry work your whole life through this thing? You got to be serious about this thing. Does that make sense? And it's not out of effort. It's not my power by might. So it's not your willpower and I'm going to stay up praying all night. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. It's within. Now, if you think you have to stay up praying in tongues all night, guess what? You're going to have to stay up and pray in tongues all night. I just believe, I'm a child. 
can't wait to get out of here because I'm going to go watch the Dillashaw-Sahedo fight. And God's in it. Right? He loves that stuff. So anyway, it won't come by religious activities. And it doesn't... Listen, if you're just letting life happen to you, guess what's going to happen? Your past, because that's your subconscious, right? That's the healing code and the love code is your cellular memory is what? Emotional things that have happened to us, we store in every cell of the body, literally. And that's where you guys have seen all that, where when they do heart transplants and organs transplants, the person that gets the transplant also likes the same food as the person they got it from. How does that happen? Because every cell, all of our DNA carries everything. Does that make sense? So anyway, all right. It will come by tapping into our divinity, and he shows us how to do it. So I, I, I wrote a couple things. I, wanna, I want you guys to get this, because I don't think this is very hard at all. Um, is that okay if I look at some of this? All right. So this is what I think this, this, what we're doing is all about. It's like the Holy Spirit was just kind of sharing with me. It's like, hey, I know you don't really want to do this a whole lot, but... Um, what you guys are doing is going to help heal millions and millions of people around the world. He's, he's like revealed that to me. Like, oh, goodness, Lord. Just make sure I don't have to run anything. So, because um, I don't think it's that hard. I think it's healing minds. I think it's healing hearts and minds of the truth and, and getting them to understand what's already. So we have to remove guilt, aching hearts, shame. I, I just wrote some notes. It won't come by religious activities. Uh, it won't come by shadow boxing the enemy, spiritual warfare. What's true spiritual warfare scripturally? Bringing down strongholds and taking every what to the obedience of the anointing? Thought, right? A stronghold is something that we believe incorrectly about who we are and who God is, and it becomes real in our life, and it happens over and over and over until we get the truth in there that no, no. Bring every thought to the obedience of the anointing, that you're, you're divine, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Does that make sense? So anyway, uh, let's see. It won't, it, it has, it, I, I was just writing notes like it was just coming to me this morning. It will require us to stop letting things just happen to us. Thinking, feeling by our five physical senses, what that tells us. Here's how most people live. Please God, please God, please God. And then What happens? Life happens, and then what happens? Oh, God didn't answer my prayer, <laughs> right? What didn't I do? Did I do it right? Did I do it wrong? How come God's so mean, right? And what's God doing? No, I've given you everything. I've given you everything. I'm waiting for the manifestation of the sons. I want you to realize you're a son, a joint heir. You've got everything, amen? You're supposed to be the salt and the light, right? So... Uh, it happens within our hearts, our minds. You're so fearfully and wonderfully made. Your divinity in the flesh. That's what he, Jesus came as us. He's, he's like, this is, this is what fallen man, you're not, you don't have this fallen mindset anymore. This is what it looks like, guys. This is me. This is you. And so we are sons of God and children of the Most High. Not separated, but one. Our oneness. That's what Baxter and all these guys, religion gets you to believe you're distant and separate and we have to wait and God's going to raise up people in this next year. Ah, oh, man, I missed that year. Okay, next year is going to be something else. Another year, right? And he's like, no, no, it's, everything's now. Everything's now. We can have it, whatever. So what it, here's a real little review. What is the secret of the kingdom of God? The anointing is within. Does that make sense? And if in the old covenant, when somebody was anointed, what happens? Everything you can imagine, good. Does that make sense? 
Abundance came to them. Words of knowledge came to them. Gifts of the Spirit came. Everything happened with the anointing, right? Didn't it? Which is a type and shadow. What's the real thing? You, the anointing in you. That's what it says, all that. So if we can go look at all those Old Testament stories where the abundance came to them, the health came to them, they were vibrant. As all this stuff happened, they had words and things, they would know things that they shouldn't know because they had the mind of Christ. That's you, amen? That's you, the anointing's within. So guess what? Uh, so the secret of the kingdom of God is, it's been hidden for ages, but it's now revealed the mysterion. The secret of the kingdom of God is the anointing in you, the hope of glory. What else does he say is the kingdom of God? Parable of the sower, that's what he's saying. Hey, listen, your heart is like soil, right? So whatever you plant in your heart, what happens? It produces a harvest. We know not how, just plant, and you will produce a harvest, didn't he? And then with that whole Peter story I was just telling you about, I was, looking at, I was reading that today because he talks about, I've given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven in that story where he says, listen, the son of man is the son of God, and upon that revelation, I'm gonna build my ecclesia, the body us, right? And so then he says, and I've given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. So what does he say? Everybody know that story? Whatever you bind on earth, come on. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I'm surprised you can think that well with that Seahawks hat on. Said he lasted one week of the Yankees hat. Now he's got that ugly Seahawks hat on again. So I know it does. He knows I'm giving him a hard time. I've given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And literally, if you go look at those words, whatever you bind literally means what I don't allow. Right? Whatever I don't allow on earth won't be allowed in heaven spiritually. Whatever I permit or loose. We permit. That's the keys. So if stuff's happening that we don't want to happen, what's the challenge? We're allowing it. Exactly right. Exactly right. Does that make sense? And people go, well, I didn't allow it. Yes, you did. You're letting life happen to you. You're letting life happen to you. Amen? It's like, no, no, no. That's not how it works, guys. That's not how it works. We, we have the anointing in it. Is this making sense to you guys? We'll do, make it really practical. So anyway, all right. This is where I'm going to get into the science a little bit, which I just love. In fact, uh, can I, this, I got to do something very quickly. So FedEx shows up at my door this week, and I'm like, huh, what is that? We get Amazon packages all the time. So I thought, Bangalore, India, what is that? Like, Bangalore, India, I didn't know where the name from Bangalore. So, hey, Patrick Prabhakar, Prabhakar from Bangalore, India, he sent me four books. Uh, it says, I've been watching you since 2017, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm an engineer myself and, and uh, hey, I've studied physics and science and this makes total sense to me, you know, that the quantum world is spiritual. And so he sends me this book um, and you don't have to go get it because I love this stuff because I was going to go to med school. A scientific approach to healing through faith and prayer. It's this surgeon in India that gets these ridiculous results. Like people come to him like dead and Muslims come to him and they go, we know you know God here. And they have miraculous stuff. And you know what he teaches them to do? Meditative prayer. But he goes through the science of it. Can I just share a couple things out of this? I was like, man, is this, oh. So I read like all of it in 
like 10 minutes. I was like, oh, this is so good. So here's, here's how he starts out. So he's, so he's a surgeon, smart guy, right? People are generally ignorant about the power they hold within themselves. True statement, right? So how prayer works, the science of prayer. Anybody interested in that? See, I love this stuff, man. And so, uh, and he's, I'm not going to bore you with it, but he's, he's talking about the neocortex and the pride of the lobe. And I was like, God, this is the stuff I geek out on, actually. And so, uh, and he's talking about when you, when you pray and you have a feeling that, when you have a feeling of relaxation, peace, satisfaction, you literally, you, your body sows more than 40 known chemicals or neurotransmitters, okay? That's just a, a chemical. Whenever you have a thought, we, we kind of covered this last week. When you ever have a thought, what happens? Your brain sends a neurotransmitter. It sends this chemical, right? And it goes through your whole body. So if, guess what? If you're not controlling your thoughts and you've had the same thoughts for many years, when you wake up, what's going to happen? Your brain's going to go, you're supposed to feel like crap. Come on. You're supposed to worry because this is what we do, right? And it literally, your brain shoots those neurochemicals out, those neurotransmitters, and it satisfies that need to feel like crap. And then when you feel like crap, you have a thought that goes, I feel like crap. And what does your brain do? More, more. Does that make sense? And that's what the diabetics, when they were just happy for an hour, it literally turned on 23 new genes that regulate sugar. Man, that's good. So, so I, I just want to read this one thing to you. because so, He needs talking about alpha waves and beta waves and theta and delta. I'm like, oh, I love this stuff. It's so good to me. But anyway, here's, so here's the surgeon. He's a smart guy, right? Um, I, want, I just want to share this with you. But anyway, Patrick, if you're listening, you said you've been listening to 2017. Send me your email. He didn't send me anything to thank him. or He just sent me these books and a long letter. And so, uh, so here's how it works. Let me, so this is a surgeon. Here's what he says. The exact method by which visualization works is not known. Doesn't that sound like the secret to the kingdom of God? Whatever you plant in your heart, ye know not how it works. When you plant a mustard seed, you don't have... Let's use apple seed because I've been using that. When, how does that apple seed, this little thing that weighs less, less than one grain, know how to make a multi-ton tree? How does that know how to do it? Do you, do, can any of us figure it out? But he goes, this is the secret of the kingdom of God. Your heart is like the soil. Whatever you plant there, you know not how, but I promise you, you will receive a harvest. So if we want anything to change in our life, how simple is this? What do we do? Change how we think and feel, right? That's our hearts and minds. So anyway, he says, the exact method by how visualization works is not generally known, but in all probability and according to experts, it acts by bringing spiritual, physiological, and biochemical changes in the body. Through visualization, one can manifest a scene in the mind's eye and carry it through to the end, terminating it in a happy ending or ultimate success. This boosts confidence. This process is known as creative visualization. It is used to solve problems, achieve goals, or reach success. Uh, <clears throat> says Wally Amos, the founder of famous Amos Cookie Company, quote, I believe our imagination is the source of our individuality, our capacity for glory, and our own peerless talent. I use the creative power of my mind to confront and shape my unique reality. I construct mental pictures of the steps leading to the goal. Prayer and visualization call up my limitless spiritual resources to move us to a vision, end quote. Does this sound exactly what we've been talking about? Jesus talks about prayer that way. Paul talks about prayer that way. John talks about prayer that way. And then Stephen Nancy sent me something from Richard Rohr, which is really good. He's like, historically, prayer 
throughout the generations has simply mean presence. Be one with him. Be present with him. That was prayer. Not all this verbal stuff. Does that make sense? Be present. And then it's translated perusia, the coming. So we, that's why I think the mirror translation does it well. Everybody's looking for the coming. Did he come again? He's here. He sent his spirit, didn't he? He's like, in and through, and I withhold everything by my power. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So his presence is right here. That's perusia in the Greek. His, when you, when he, in his nearness, in his perusia, you yourself will be there. It's all about the same stuff to me. So anyway, is this making sense? All right, let's go, let's, uh, let me share a couple, uh, couple more testimonies I want to share this. Is Tawana here or no? We'll make this practical. Okay, so Tawana, this is, this is very real. So when the week Brad was here in Monument, we had a really big snowstorm, big drifts at my house, if you ever looked. Like this morning, I had big drifts too, and I had to get the snow plow out, the snowblower. So if you're in Monument blowing snow, how many of you guys know it's very windy in Monument? So when you're blowing snow and it's windy and monument, what happens? You got to wear ski goggles. I do. I wear ski goggles because I'm like, <laughs> it's blowing and there's no way to do it. It's just you're in this fog of snow, literally. And so we had big, big drifts. And so I'm, I, I do a, a run and, you know, you're cutting through drifts like that. Snow is blowing, etc. And I'm getting ready to make my second run. And I look down. Why? I don't know because I can't see anything. I look down. And there is Tawana Holmes' military ID. It wasn't wet. There wasn't a spot on it sitting right there. And so I text Tawana, I go, hey, um, if you're wondering, I've got your military ID. And she goes, man, I knew it. I first panicked when my military ID wasn't there. And I was like, wait, nope. What Mike's been teaching is I'm going to see myself with my military ID in my wallet. She goes, I knew the Holy Spirit would do it. I'm like, Tuana, I'm telling you, I, could, I picked that up because you can't see a thing. It's blowing like crazy. How it didn't go through my snowblower and how it was sitting right there and not even wet, I don't even know. That's real. Does that make sense? That's real. Let me tell you another one. Uh, some of you guys know I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. I love that. Now, you don't have to go do it, his thing, but I've gone through his nine-week course because he's a neuroscientist. The stuff I want to do, actually, and I love it. But I want to share something with you. Here's what the neuroscientists Here's what the physicists, the, here's what Einstein, all these physicists say. They, they say this. Is all creation is held together in a quantum field of limitless possibilities that operate on gratitude and love. Now, this sounds like John 1 and Colossians 1 and all things are possible, right? They go, there's limitless possibilities in the quantum field. And we guys, I've taught you enough. This is what I want you, all I really want you to understand of quantum physics is this. When they look at something, what happens? When they observe something, when they put their focus on, I've given you a lot of those experiments. So the electrons, when they shoot them through, if you're not observing them, what happens? It's a wave, literally. They do double blinds, they try, you can't fake it out. It's a waveform, it's just energy, it's potential. Some of you guys have like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that probably if you didn't like chemistry and all that, you didn't like it, but well, you guys know what all that was? Every, the smallest particle here has the same probability being in India every split second. And the minute you observe it, what happens? It becomes matter. That's cool to me. Now, science has shown that over and 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 over. Whatever you focus on, what happens? 
It takes that possibility, that waveform, and makes it real. So the easiest way to say this is thoughts and feelings do what? Make things. So what we focus on, what do we get? That. Now, unfortunately, most of us are really good meditators on the past or worrying about the future. And I want you to get serious about this, is try for one day. You're going to have to correct yourself like a hundred times in the first hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do my very best to bring all thoughts captive to the obedience of the anointing. Does that make sense? So when you start wondering, if you don't have money, what are you typically thinking about? I don't have money. And if I don't have money, then what? Then this might happen, right? So what's going to continue to happen? That. I don't care how much you go, please, Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord. It doesn't work that way. He's a loving father. He was like, I'm never going to make this hard for you guys. It's not hard. In fact, I've given you the ability that you're one with me. Everything I have has already been given. Isn't that the older brother in the, in the story of the prodigal son? I've worked my tail off my whole life, and I still can't pay my bills. I'm just paraphrasing today's world, right? And what does the father say? What? Everything I had has always been yours. All you had to do was ask. And I hate the English word ask because it's the, it's the Greek hitio. It says, if, if you require anything... The, the, part of the definition is if you demand it, I require it. And it's not you, word of faith, and going, I find this thing and I rebuke it. And your heart's like, oh, God, I hope this works. It doesn't work, right? So what's the answer? The, the pastor then just goes, you don't have enough faith. Keep it up. Pray and fast more. Eventually, some of you guys are going to go nuts. Other guys are going to go, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm done, Right? And he's going, no, it's yours. It's yours. I've given you the ability to create with me. It's in your heart and minds. So instead of worrying about not having money, what should we be doing? I am unlimited abundance. Everything I have is the Father's. I'm a joint heir of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. I'm so thankful and grateful that this is simple to me. That it just comes to me. If you're, healed, if you're, if you're dealing with health issues or mental health issues, what, what's, what, what do we typically focus on? Man, that hurts. Man, I, please, Lord, heal them, the, heal them of this cancer, right? Is he perfect love? Did he answer that prayer? Yes. Yes, of course he did. But you're, you're waiting for it to happen here. And that's, that's John 16, 24. We've covered that over and over and over and over and over. He goes, when you see and feel as if it's already done, then ye shall have it. Does that make sense? Is that hard? It should be the easiest thing in the world. Now, what you're going to have to do is get rid of a lot of the religious things. That's why I'm like, I'm so serious about this stuff because it's real, man. It's so real to me. So anyway, this, I want to read this to you. So Dispenza, um, this is pretty cool. I want, to, I, do, I want to read one thing because I think this is very clear. Let's go to this next slide here. Yeah, I don't know if you can see this, but I took this from his book, Becoming Supernatural, page 78. You don't need to get it if you don't want. I just, I want to, this stuff is great to me. So the, the name of this chapter is Jace Becomes Supernatural, but this is how you do it, guys. This is how you manifest anything in your life, I'm telling you. This is, this is how it works. So I'll, I'll just give you some context. So he was an engineer and uh, uh, didn't really like his job, who he was working for. He grew up in Southern Cal, went to UC Santa Barbara, and he's like, screw it, Dad, I'm selling everything, and I'm going to go surf in Indonesia 
and uh, New Zealand and Fiji. I'm like, God, that is so me. It's like when I did the wedding in Malibu, I told Barbara, I go, oh, I'm so thankful I didn't grow up here. I'd still be smoking dope and surfing, I guarantee. Because that just, when I saw the waves go under their, under their deck, like the surf goes under their deck, I'm like, good Lord, I would still be there, I guarantee you. So, so anyway, he's like, he, he's, he's surfing, etc. You guys know what happens. After you surf and do nothing for a while, what happens? Runs out of money, right? So he calls his dad, hey, I'm almost out of money. I got to get serious about this thing um, when I get back to the States. And so here's what he says. Uh, he goes, <clears throat> I want to be, and so he goes, all right. The quantum field says there's an unlimited possibility of anything. Did we see this in scripture? All things. How many things? All things are possible. So how many things are possible? All things. So are even silly things possible? All things, right? I'm serious. All things. So it's unlimited. It's quantum. Whatever you focus on. So anyway, so he says this. I want to be able to work from anywhere in the world. I want to make the same amount of money as I'd make at my old job. I want to have an independent contract for six months. I have to love what I do, and I have to be my own boss. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Some of you guys should do this, actually. You really should. And he says, then I asked him, how is he going to feel when it happens? So here's, what he, so here's his intention. He, he, I shared this last week. Here's how the neuroscientists, they go, if you have a clear intention with an elevated emotion, miracles happen. So a clear intention is a desire, a goal, etc. right? Psalm 37, 4, hey, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he's going to give you the desire of your heart. He's going to place a desire there. His desire is I want to work from anywhere in the world. I want to make the same amount of money or more. I want contracts for six months to a year. I have to love what I do and be my own boss and lead my own team. How I'm going to feel the elevated emotion, what in Philippians 4, what does he tell us the elevated emotions are? Love, joy, gratitude, uh, abundance, free all these different things. So he goes, how would you feel if this prayer was answered? I would feel empowered. I would be in love with life. I would feel free. I'd be feel grateful. Gratitude, love, and giving all rewire you the same way. Where once you are in that process, it's much easier to receive because you, your, your brain, you start producing the right chemicals that everything seems to work right. So anyway, so he's like, uh, <clears throat> anyway, so he's like, hey, every time you think about this, he goes, you really don't, this should be really easy for you because all you're really doing is surfing and drinking beer. That's what he says. So you got a lot of time on your hands. You can create this lifestyle for yourself. And how's he going to do it? By thinking and feeling, right? And so anyway, so he lands in the U.S. This is where I'll pick it up. He lands in the U.S. Hey, Dad, I'm in the U.S. Can we talk? Uh-oh, I thought, here we go. So I called him and I asked how things were going. Great, Jay said. But I kind of ran out of money. I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, the father in me wanted to say, don't worry, son. I'll spot you some money until you get back on your feet. But the teacher in me prevailed and responded, quote, this is so cool, because now you're really going to have to create. Now you're in the unknown. Let me know how it goes. And I hung up, and I could feel his discomfort, but I know my son, and I knew he would get focused and do the work. Since he was really feeling the heat now, Jace had to seriously step up his game. He drove to Santa Barbara to see his college roommates, and a bunch of them went snowboarding like they do every week. When, or every year. When the four-day weekend was over, he stopped back in Santa Barbara before coming home, and he happened to walk into a surf shop. All of a sudden, he saw the top surfboard fin designer in the world who just happened to be there. They started talking. Before long, the designer told Jace, quote, I'm looking for an engineer to design surfboard fins. 
We're going to revolutionize the industry together. I need him for six months to a year. He can run his own show. He can do whatever he wants. All I care is we end up with a high-quality product, end quote. You know how this story ends. Jace got the job, a one-year contract. He can renew at any time. He makes more money than he did as an engineer. He loves his new career because of his passion for surfing. Sometimes he texts me and says, I can't believe they pay me to show up and do this. He's his own boss. He can work forever from wherever he wants to. He gets to go surfing every day to try out the fins. He's in love with life. He didn't, this is the key I want you to get right here. Come on. He didn't have to send a resume. He didn't have to make a phone call write an email. He didn't have to go anywhere to fill out an application. All he did was create, and the creation found him. That's supernatural. That's who we are. Guys, I've tried to tell you that. Is that what frustrated me in business so much is like, you got to do this many things and do this many things. I'm like, no, no, you don't. That should be secondary. Does that make sense? When you start what you believe and think. Okay, let's go to this next slide and finish up because I'm going long. We got to get to this fight, okay? Who you got? Dillashaw or Cejudo? Who said Dillashaw? Yeah? Anybody got Cejudo? Local boy, man. He's got to, right? So, all right. John 16, 24. Until now, I'm just review because I want to show you that this is all scriptural because Christians freak out about this stuff. I'm like, when science can do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, right? They, they are, that's why science is, is, is verifying all this is real, right? Which I love. Until now, this is John, until now you have, you've not been bold enough to ask the father in a Jewish mindset again, if he's your father, how much do you have? Everything that's in the household. So what do you have? John 1 says, everything that's been created is in me. And it's held together by me. And if you're a joint heir, how many possibilities do you have? Oh, all things are possible. Does that make sense? So, hey, you can ask the Father for a single thing, but now you can ask and keep on asking, and you can be what? What's that word? Sure that you'll receive what you ask for, and your joy will have no limits. Hey, if you need something, an elevated emotion, joy, man, this would be so, knowing that you're going to get it, how would you feel? Excited, joyful. That's the elevated emotions. Does that make sense? So whatever we focus on, what happens? We get. So when you're praying, it's not shabba-dabba-dabba. It's not all these words. What is it? Seeing something as if it's done. When we place our focus on something, the unlimited potential, all things are possible, collapses the waveform and makes it matter, makes it real. That's quantum physics. They do it over and over and over and over and over and over. They focus on something and it happens, Right? Is this making sense to you? So what do we focus on in our prayer? What we want, not begging God to make it happen. Does that, does that make sense? He goes, I've already, everything's possible, and whatever you require, you're going to have, so you can be joyful about this whole deal. You're a son. I don't make this hard. Does that make sense? Seminary makes it really hard, but I'm trying to make it unhard. So Philippians 4.4, 4, out of the Passion Translation, I love this. This is be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Be cheerful with joyous celebration. That's why when, when a challenge happens to us, what should our response be? Right. Stephen, this is so exciting, man. I got a challenge in my life. And your response should be, dude, I'm so jealous. Does that make sense? But what do we do? Get the prayer chain going. Right? Pray for me. Oh. <sighs> 
I believe in that 100%. And we, we should start doing this, actually. With, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. It's like, if we all see some, somebody or something as done, guess what happens? It amplifies. Does that make sense? I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in getting people together to pray, but not how most of it's taught. Not, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a worry session on Facebook. Like, pray for these guys. No, I, when, when we pray, things happen. Does that make sense? Because we see it as already done with, with gratitude, and then what happens? We're, we can be sure we have it. So be cheerful with joyous celebration every season of life. Let joy overflow, for you are in union or united with what? The anointing. Doesn't this sound familiar? So let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for our Lord is very near, is ever near. Verse 6, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Nothing. Be anxious for nothing is what King James says. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Doesn't this sound very familiar? Prayer is presence. Prayer is presence. It's not words. It can be words, but it's really not. It's, you guys all know this. When you're, when you're with your spouse or something, when you're really in an intimate thing, you don't even have to say anything, do you? A lot of times... You can feel it. You can feel the presence. And so be saturated in his presence in prayer throughout the day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace, irene, one with him, union with him is another word for that. Shalom, that transcends human understanding, will make answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic, all that's real, all that's honorable, all that's admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, and kind. Is this making sense to you? All right, let's go to the last, last slide. Sorry, going a little long. I just want you to, man, you don't have to deal with physical nonsense. You don't have to deal with lack. You don't have to deal with any of it. You can change every area of your life in 2019. Will it require us to change our thoughts and feelings? The old man lives by the senses, Right? Most prayers by the senses, honestly. If they're, they're pleading, praying, if God's love, why is this happening to me? And we start blaming God, right? And he's like, I'm a loving father. I can't, I love you so much. I've, I've, I've given you everything already. So how do we receive it? Seeing what we desire with an elevated emotion of gratitude, love, wow. So if you, if, if you had abundance, what would it feel like? Man, God, thank you. Thank you, Father, that this is how good you are. This is what you've given me. That changes how you wake up in the morning, doesn't it? You're not focused. If you're focused on lack, what are you going to get more of? Lack. If you're focused on trying to get healthy, what are you going to get? More sickness, right? That's why don't start putting laws on yourself. Like, I have to eat this or don't eat this, or if I do this or I don't, if I exercise, that. I'm telling you, is what's your focus going to be on? All the naturalists are ticked off at me, but here's how it works. You can eat a, you can eat a little Debbie snack cake, or you can eat, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All these things that you guys try to do to be healthy, what does your body turn it into when you worry? The chemical that produces the same thing. No matter what you put in there. Does that, does that make sense? <clears throat> We are one with the anointed one. We carry divinity, guys. You're so fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to get this. Does that make sense? So all things are possible to him who believes. So what do you want to change in life? This is where I want you to get serious about this thing. What do you want to change? So it always is under those three things. Mental health, physical health. How many guys would like to have better mental health and physical health? Is that an unlimited possibility? 
Is it possible? Is there an unlimited possibility to completely healthy without doing anything? Yeah. I live it every day. I do. I get around you a little bit and I got to detox, to be honest with you. Because then I got to worry about spiraling it, right? And I know that the saline solution causes these guys to produce dopamine. Just doesn't sell very well for the pharmaceutical companies. So, unlimited. And it all operates on gratitude and love. The neuroscientists get this. Christians do not. So mental, what do you desire your health to look like? Maybe that's one of your things you want to change. Then the next thing is, what would that look like to you? What, what does good mental health look like? What is, and how do you feel as if it's already done? So when you're praying, you, you picture that in your mind, because whatever you put your focus on, what happens? It takes the unlimited possibility and makes it real. Does that make sense? Your heart and mind are supernatural. As he says, the kingdom of God is supernatural. You don't have to understand it. This surgeon goes, I can't, I don't understand it. I know all the biology behind it. I, I know what happens. But when we pray and meditate and we share, we see the end result as they're already healed, even the Muslims are getting healed. How can that be? Right? I believe because they believe it a little bit more than us. We think we're the only ones that can get healed because they haven't said the magic words yet. So, what does your health look like? How would you feel? That's what you keep in your mind. Does that make sense? That's what you keep your prayer. Be saturated as if it's already been done, and you'll start to feel it. So anyway, like, how did he do it? He's like, hey, I want to, it sounds crazy. I want to go surf, and I want to be able to do it, whatever, and I want to make more money than being an engineer, and I want to love it, and I want to own my own job. Yeah, okay. That's a possibility. Keep that in your mind, and how would you feel? I'd feel so free. I'd feel so unlimited. I'd feel, man, that's how we should wake up every morning. Does this make sense to you? And guess what? If laughter could turn on 23 genes that started to regulate uh, sugar diabetes, guess what this will do? It'll start to turn you on to that. Your body responds to that. So anyway, lack of love, lack of value, love and relationships. Why can't I do this? Why can't I get married? Why do I keep running into the same guy? Why do I keep running into the same girl? Because that's what you're getting. That's what you're believing. You're begging God to change. And he's like, I've given you the ability to change. Does that make sense? You're not a victim in this thing. You're not. I know that's hard for some of you guys because tragic things have happened. How many guys have never had a tragic thing happen to you? Then you're not that special. You're not. Does that make sense? If you saw how I grew up, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. But I don't... I don't go, this happened. The reason I am the way I am because my mom and dad were idiots. Yes, they were. But that's not... And I've had to apologize to my own kids. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we blew it. Right? Sorry, man. We taught you the wrong stuff. We should have been teaching you this. Right? Anyway, so you got to get rid of that. It's like, if I want this thing to change, I cannot dwell on the past. What do I have to do? Start seeing what I want my life to look like with gratitude. Man, thank you, Father. And I'll share kind of how I do it right now. So what would, what would a loving relationship look like? What would, what would a, an intimate relationship look like? Men, what would... What would having your wife throw yourself at you look like. I tell my wife all the time, like, sweet. I know the plans I have for you. <laughs> I do it all the time. And I was like, appears to be working. So anyway, I'm telling you, you start focused on that, you'll have an intimate relationship. I won't have to have marriage counseling with you. But if you're reading Men Are From Mars, Venus, with all that stuff, and you, I, the reason I don't love you is because this, and you're not feeling my love language, your life's going to suck. Because then you're going to start blaming. You're not meeting my love language. Give me a kick your love language. That's not what it's about. 
When I start feeling loved, that I'm perfectly loved and valued, like, holy smokes, God can love me and me? Oh, you know what? Then I start loving people. We, we love because we first realized we were loved, is what John talks about. Does that make sense? If, if, I, if I tell you, Justin, love your... See, you're doing it. If I go, love your wife more without teaching you this, what's going to happen? She's going to go, see what Pastor Mike said? Before you even get out of the parking lot. Does that make sense? I was like, stop being a turd. Feel yourself perfectly loved. Start seeing your, your, your wife as the hottest babe on the planet in this loving relationship, intimacy. And guess what's going to happen? You'll change their heart and mind. It's awesome. Works. Woo. So anyway... Lack of, <laughs> lack of abundance. <laughs> it's just better. It's just better. It's better to do it my way, trust me. So, uh, we don't need a lot of marriage counseling. Thank you, Jesus Christ. So, anyway. Um, and it works, guys. At first, you're not going to love it. It's like, my wife, she's this. No, no, she's, no, she, no, I'm telling you. So, anyway. Hey, if you're, if you're, if you want, how many guys want to change their finances this year? Come on, guys. So, we don't focus on trying to get out of debt, because what's going to happen? I know the biggest ministry in the world focus on that, and I can't stand it, to be honest with you. Because if you're not putting money in envelopes, what do you start doing to yourself? Guilty. Guilty. Does that make sense? Is there an unlimited possibility that I can over, overwhelm my income, overwhelm my debts with income? Yes, that's better. It's better. I'm telling you it's better, Right? I don't want to be going, here, sweetie, here's 10 bucks for gas because it's in this envelope. What? That's not unlimited. That's, that's slack. Does that make sense? And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on toes, but it's just, that's real. I'm telling you that's real. Is that you start trying to, you try and start to fix something by not being something, you're going to become the not being something. Does that make sense? When you start to, what, so what does abundance look like? It all looks like different things for you. Whatever it is, I want you to write it down. I want you to, to hey, what do you desire? What would it look like? And how would I feel if it already happened? I would feel gratitude. I would feel loved. I would feel so healthy. I would feel so unlimited. I would feel, man, that's what you focus on. Amen? Does that make sense? And we know not how, but it will produce, produce a harvest. I'm telling you. So we can, we can heal bodies. We can heal minds. We can fix relationships. We can do all this if you take this seriously. Amen? All right, get your feet. Is this, is this making sense to you guys? I'm, I'm, I'm debating some of this. It's really, I want your response because I'm getting a ton of response online. It's like, if you want me, I don't, I don't know if like, this is the right setting, but if we ever wanted to do an, a night where I just kind of step you through this meditative prayer at my house, I'd be happy to do it. Um, February. Huh? February. February when? Yeah, we could do that. We could do it. In fact, you know what? Um, Marianne and, and Andre, they totally do this too. They do it. It's beautiful, actually. So anyway, uh, so Father, we love you. We praise you. We magnify you. We just thank you that we are so fearfully and wonderfully made, that you've already said yes. You're a loving father. You're a great husband. You provide everything, and you've already provided. You don't say no. If we require it, we have it, and we can be sure of that. How we do it is spiritual, as we guard our hearts and minds, because that's where life flows out of. So Father, we just thank you that. Just, you know what, if there's any, if there's any, if they're worrying, they realize that this is the year I'm going to stop worrying, and it's not hard. It's not out of willpower. I simply need to start focusing on how it would feel like to have all my needs met, to have perfect health, to be perfectly loved in a relationship, 
and everything starts to come to pass in my life. My, the secret of the kingdom of God is heaven and earth meet in me. We carry divinity. We're so divine. So Father, we thank you that we're creators. We're not let things happen to us. As we are co-creators, we're joint heirs with you, and you've given us the ability to do it, and science has proven it. We just say thank you that they can change every area of their life this year, and it's not hard. So we say thank you for that in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen.